Today on episode number 751 of the School of Podcasting, is your podcast future-proof? I'm going to show you how. It's actually super easy. And I've got two tools that are going to help you keep your money in your pocket in the future. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting Sense 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast mentor, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show, this is where I help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. If you're looking to monetize your podcast, check out my book on Amazon, Profit From Your Podcast. That's another way I can help you. The website, schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER. It's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. And of course, that is worry-free because if any time during that first 30 days you're not happy, let me know and you will get a refund. And I was working with a client. I don't do a lot of audio editing, but I do some and somebody contacted me and said, Hey, we did these episodes a while back and the, uh, the information is really out of date and we want you to go back and edit that out. And I was like, okay. And then I thought about it. I was like, look, I've got 15 years of content. And one of the things that is kind of odd about this, I almost want to go back and do a disclaimer when you hear an episode where I say, hey, you need to go buy this mixer because I don't recommend mixers anymore. Or, hey, you need to buy this interface because I don't recommend interfaces anymore because now you can get something like the PodTrack P4, which is an interface and a mixer. It just does everything and a recorder, right? I don't recommend buying a Roland R5 anymore. They're all in one. And so what do you do when your information is out of date. And we're going to talk about that today. How do I fix it? But also, how do I avoid getting things that are, well, out of date? How do I avoid that? And some of it, well, you can't. And let me give you an example. If I'm watching a movie from the 1980s and somebody walks in and goes, what? Are you kidding me? Why didn't you page me? I don't look at whoever made the movie and said, hey, this movie is ridiculous. I know it's from the 1980s and pagers were huge in the 1980s. I had one and uh, because I was a copier technician. And so something really needed me. It's weird to say cell phones didn't exist yet. Wow. I'm old. Anyway, I uh, so. First of all, don't get too hung up on this because some people are like, oh, what am I going to do? I have removed, I've removed one episode from my 700 plus episodes from the School of Podcasting because I I forget, I know the one thing I did an interview with somebody from a service that wasn't basically in, it, it went out of business and there was something else that just nothing in that episode delivered any value at all. And I went, yep, and we're gone. Keep that in mind that uh, you can remove that. You can also update that. So let's talk about how do I future-proof my show so I don't have to worry about replacing files and things of that nature. Well, one thing you can do is always use the year. So like, for example, right now, the question of the month, and I need this, by the way, by December 14th, 2020, 
See what I did there? You used the year. And since I brought it up, the question of the month, I do this every year, is what is your favorite podcast? Tell me a little bit about it. Tell me where I can find it. And then just go bonkers on why it's your favorite. Because really, we're interested in the why. And while you're there, be sure to tell us about your podcast. Tell us a little bit about it and where we can find it. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question, you can answer that. So there are two things I did there. One, I gave the year so that if you're listening to this in 2021 and you hear December 14th, you're like, wow, I got 11 months or I got six months or whatever to really think about that question. Well, when I say 2020, you know, you missed it. And again, I kind of go, yeah, I think people are going to expect the fact that when somebody has a lot of episodes and you can see the dates when these were released, that's an opinion of mine. I'm not that worried about going, oh, this was out of date. How dare you? I'm not really, I don't think my audience is going to do that. So you could also say, hey, if you want to answer the question of the month, I'll have links out in the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 751. But I would also give that landing page, schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. Now, why would I do that? What's the deal with the landing page? Well, what if somebody hears, hey, December 14th, and it happens to be, you know, uh, November 29th, 2027, and they go, oh, cool, I I can definitely say who my favorite podcast is. When they go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question, and in reality, if you think about it, it's always the last question of the month in December. But if let's say somebody hears this in July and they go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question and they go, oh, he's not asking about your favorite podcast this month. I see now he's talking about whatever the question of the month is in July. Okay, so on one hand, that listener is not seeing the question that they thought they were going to answer but they're also now one click away from answering the current question of the month. It also reinforces your branding, right? I get to say schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. And anytime you can get that brand into your listener's head, that's a good thing. So keep that in mind. Uh, and again, I, I don't think I'm going to worry that much about something being outdated. Now I did update some shows and I'll tell you about that. Uh, going forward here. How, how do you do that? So you can set up something on your website, like mine is schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. And that's one way. Another example of this, which is really, I saw this, I was like, oh, that's such a Jordan. Jordan Harbinger, a friend of mine, good guy, gets insanely, I mean, this guy gets mountains of downloads. I talked to him a little bit for speaking of the book, Profit from Your Podcast. I talk about Jordan in the book because he's one of the few guys I know that really, A, makes a living, a really good living with just ads in the show. Now, the only way you can do that is if you get boatloads, actually multiple boatloads of, of downloads, and Jordan does that. So what happens with Jordan a lot is he will have a link on the advertiser site. So something like hostgator.com slash Jordan. But he also mentions 
uh, you know, hey, get whatever the deal is, blah, 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 hostgator.com slash Jordan. And then it'll say, or go to jordanharbinger.com and click on the deals page. And I was like, that's a pretty cool trick. Now, why is that good? If this was a time-sensitive deal in place, so, you know, you got to order now before blah, 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 Black Friday deal, yada, 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 blah, 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 slash Jordan, or just go to the deals page. When you go to the deals page, here again, what they're looking for may and probably is still there. But if something has happened that it's not, they're on a page that you want them to go to. So think about this now. I go to Jordan's deals page. Link in the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 751. And I see the deal that I was interested in, but I also see, oh, holy cow, he's got blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I start just ordering stuff from Jordan's deals page. Now, the manufacturer or whatever the service is can see that's coming from Jordan. They have all sorts of technology for that. And it's going to be a heck of a lot easier to re-sign up that sponsor because they can see it's coming from Jordan. So that's another example of a landing page. Now, in this case, my client, they were doing webinars. And if you're doing webinars, again, you can say something like, let's just use one for me. I'll make one up. My webinar webinar on the the perfect gear is schoolofpodcasting.com slash perfect gear. And then I would add, or just see the schedule for all of our webinars at schoolofpodcasting.com slash webinars. And obviously in this case, you would use your website, not mine. It's an example. But you might say, "Uh, Dave, you know, I like that idea, but I, I really just have the one webinar. I don't have multiple webinars. So why would I say schoolofpodcasting.com slash webinars? Well, number one, you only have one webinar today. Let's again, the idea here is future proof. And now if you future proof this, you could have something like your website.com slash webinars for the latest one. And they can go, oh, we missed the one on the yada, blah, yicky, yicky, whatever. Oh, but I see they've got another webinar coming up next week on the Hujima, what you call it thing. And oh, I would love to do that. So you do that. And you kind of have to think big. In, in la- for lack of a better phrase, when Glenn Hebert, friend of mine, horseradionetwork.com, when he started his network, he had one show. And yet he would still say, this show is part of the Horse Radio Network, which was a network of one. I think Glenn now has 16, 17 shows on his network. So don't let your current situation slow down your thinking of what might happen in the, in the future. Cause you might be saying like, I, I just got the one webinar. What's why would I do that? Because in the future you might have more think about right now. If we go back a year ago, not that many people doing webinars because well, we could actually, I don't know. It's weird. See each other in person and we can actually touch each other and hug and laugh and have an adult beverage together. Well, fast forward to now, I'm in the middle of a pandemic as I record this, and now uh, webinars are all over the place. And so that's a way, just again, example, think about these landing pages. So if there's anything you're doing that 
you might send people back to again. It's a reoccurring thing. And it, it could be something as schedule. You know, hey, I'm speaking at the yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to be talking about yada. I'm running out of adjectives. And if you'd like to see me, you can go to that there. If you want to see all of my speaking engagements, just go to whatever, schoolofpodcasting.com slash speaking. You could do that again because once that engagement is over, you're hopefully still speaking places and you want to promote those places that are nice enough to have you speak. Now you are doing that in the future. So you can have these landing pages. Now, if you're using something like Wix or things of that nature, that might be a little tricky. That's where in the past I talked about things like rebrandly. I'm not a big fan of Bitly. For some reason, I cringe. Now, that's the other thing. I know some of you are going, wait, what? Dave Jackson's talking about branding, the guy that has 37 different brands going. Yeah, I know. I know. I I hear you on that. But when I hear somebody go, oh, yeah, go see my uh, sign up for my $5,000 course. It's bit.ly slash MKWYZXX777B. And I'm like, really? You couldn't afford a $10 domain? for Anyway, that's just me. Side, that was a little tangent there. Now, here's another cool thing about this is reinforcing your brand. By using your website, this is why I still scratch my head when somebody's using like Podlink. Why would you use, nothing against the fine people at Podlink, but why would you use a Podlink why wouldn't you go schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe, which is an actual real page where you can subscribe to the show as opposed to go to Podlink. You ought to, to, you can, now, if you love the show, you can go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash love. And depending on what device you're on, it will figure out, oh, you're on an Apple device and give you an Apple podcast and an overcast and things like that. If you're on an Android phone, it'll do that. That's courtesy of my podcast reviews, by the way schoolofpodcasting.com slash MPR. See how that whole reinforcing your brand thing. But here's an example of this. When you listen to another show I have called Ask the Podcast Coach, and one of the things I do on that show is I'm playing with crowdfunding, things like Patreon. And I'm so glad I did this. I set up a page because I I call the people that are on my my, my patrons, the people that support me on Patreon, I call them my awesome supporters because, well, they're awesome. And so I set up a link. That show, again, is called Ask the Podcast Coach. Every Saturday at 1030 Eastern, you can come and get your questions answered. And the link for that is askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And that will take you to a page where you can see some of my awesome supporters, but you can also click right there. And that will take you to my Patreon link. Now, Dave, why don't I just say, hey, if you want to support me on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Dave Jackson, because that's the actual link. Well, what happens if something comes along that's better? Or what happened right as Patreon had come out? I, I, I can't remember which one was first. I think... I think uh, Jaywalk was first. Jaywalk was one of the first crowdfunding sites. And had I been saying, hey, just go to, you know, askthepodcastcoach.com slash jaywalk. Well, they got bought by Google. And it was one of those things where I think they just got bought for the talent, maybe. But at any rate, uh, my Jaywalk site uh, evaporated. 
It just went kablooey. And what if somebody comes out with a service that's better than Patreon? They don't take 10%. They take less than that. And they offer all this cool stuff. Well, if I keep telling people, go to patreon.com slash Dave Jackson, that link's not going to work anymore. But if I say, hey, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, I can have that point to anything. Now, how do I do that? Well, I'm on WordPress for those sites. And there's a plugin called Pretty Link. And some of my sites, I'm moving to PodPage. You haven't heard of PodPage, schoolofpodcasting.com slash PodPage. Are you seeing a reoccurring theme here? Uh, it's a tool where you just throw in your RSS feed, and in and I'm not making this up, about 10 minutes, you can have a really pretty decent-looking website. And so PodPage also has this built in, as does PodcastPage.com, which is another very similar tool to PodPage. I currently have, by the way, Can we take another tangent? I currently have an updated version. It's a free course. If you've ever wanted to see kind of the school of podcasting and my teaching style, feel free to go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash learn pod page. And you can actually do two things. One, learn pod page and two, see my teaching style. And that is a free course. Now, why is that free? Because if you sign up at pod page, that's my affiliate link. So that's how I get paid for that. But that's how I am doing these redirects in WordPress I'm using a tool called Pretty Link in PodPage and Podcast Page. They have those built in. PodPage has a really cool thing where when you add your episode to your media host, whoever it is, and there's that spot, hopefully, for a episode number for Apple, it automatically makes that a redirect. So schoolofpodcasting.com slash 751 would automatically go to that episode if I was using PodPage for the School of Podcasting. I am using it for Ask the Podcast Coach. All right, end of tangent. So my point here is if I pointed at Jaywalk, I would have like, oops, sorry, everyone. And then I would have however many episodes with a link that doesn't work anymore. So when I say go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, yes, that kind of points at Patreon. But The good news is because I have control of that link in my website, then I can redirect that to whatever plan I go to later. Another example of this, just to beat this kind of idea into the ground, is on the School of Podcasting. Again, I'm using a a plugin called Pretty Link. For years, I would say I would talk about a web host. And I would say if you're interested in this, for more information, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash hosting. And in the early part, for many years, I was a big HostGator fan. And they had an affiliate program. So here I was recommending a product I was using. I liked, and they paid pretty decent for referrals. That was kind of cool. And I even had a deal where I would install WordPress on your website for free if you used my affiliate link. Now that almost here again, there's an example of something that's future proof uh, that's in actual episodes, old, old, old episodes. I don't have to install WordPress anymore. It comes standard now. But for years, school of podcasting.com slash hosting went to HostGator and then HostGator and Bluehost all kind of started to, I don't know, how do they say it? Suck. Yeah. And so I moved away from them and I moved to SiteGround which had a really, really great, I mean, great uh, reputation, and their price was awesome. 
the first year. I didn't see the small print where the first year it's like, wow, that's ridiculously cheap. And after that, it's like, wow, that's really not cheap anymore. And I actually started a GoDaddy reseller account at Cooler Websites. So there's, depending on when you listen to this, schoolofpodcasting.com slash hosting, I might even redirect that to PodPage in the future. And you might say, but Dave, what if somebody from listening to an episode from 2006 and they go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash hosting after hearing me say how great HostGator is and they end up at cooler websites, aren't they kind of going to go, oh, maybe a little bit. But if they went there, they were looking for web hosting. And my guess is when they go to that, whatever website I send them to, it's going to have web hosting on it because that's what the link's about. I, would, I wouldn't send you to, hey, here's a site with shoes. That wouldn't make any sense. I'm, I'm using that link to send to whoever I think is the best host at the time. And it might confuse them a little bit, but I'm assuming that whatever page they go to has a thing. It's like, hey, do you need web hosting? Click here. And I kind of feel this, again, is my opinion. Shouldn't they kind of trust you that if I'm not sending you where I wanted you to go, it's probably for a reason. And of course, because I've been beating my brand into the listener's head and saying schoolofpodcasting.com, schoolofpodcasting.com over and over and over, they know where to go to say, hey, Dave, uh, I clicked on a link. You're talking about HostGator, and now I'm at someplace called coolerwebsites.com. I can go, oh, yeah, uh, I don't recommend HostGator anymore. I don't recommend mixers anymore. I don't recommend you, you know, uh, USB interfaces anymore. Uh, this is what I do now. And so by having a website, they can always contact you. So those are some things, again, to make your show future-proof. Number one, always use the year if you're talking about a date. So the date to get your, hey, my favorite podcast section is, and it's, by the way, it's it's free promotion for you. That's December 14th, 2020. Always use the year. And then the second way is if you have things that reoccur or you're going to be referring to, make that a landing page. An example of that is if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash my gear, I should start saying that in the future. If I do a microphone review, I could say, hey, and right now I really love this microphone. For more information, I'll have links in the show notes or just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash my gear because gear changes all the time. If you're looking to start a podcast, but you're worried about sounding stupid, you want to sound professional, you want to look professional, and you want to create content that really engages your audience, I've got a place for you. And that place is schoolofpodcasting.com, where you can sign up right now for either a monthly or yearly subscription. Use the coupon code LISTENER. And right now, from as I record this, November 29th, 2020, through the end of 2020, that coupon code LISTENER is now 10% more off. You now get 30% off a monthly or yearly subscription. That gets you access to the step-by-step -step tutorials, which you just heard I'm updating. You also get access to live group coaching 
where you can come in and just answer your questions. I call them office hours, and that's really what it's for. You can kind of come in, ask a question, want to leave? That's great. Want to hang out and network with other great podcasters? You can. And speaking of other great podcasters, you also get access to our private Facebook group where you can come in and say, hey, which artwork do you like better? Has anybody ever been in this situation and things like that? It's a great networking tool. It's all there. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER. And join worry-free. If you're not happy within your first 30 days, then you can say, hey, Dave, I tried it, not for me, and I will gladly refund your money. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER. All right, I'm going to take, I'm going to say this quickly. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 725, I actually did a whole episode on how to fix a mistake in your podcast. Here's, I'm going to do this in two minutes or less. It's a quick review. That is number one, don't delete your episode. You don't really need to do that. What you're doing here is you're changing the engine in the car. It's the same car. So you're not deleting the episode. You're just swapping out one MP3 file for the other. And to do this, most media hosts will let you replace the file. And the key to this is Apple is looking at whatever the address is. So let's say it's your website.com. Let's say you're using a media host. So it's mediahost.com slash episode 123.mp3. When you replace the file, you have, well, you don't have to. You want to use the exact same name. If you don't, then for about 24 hours, when somebody goes to play your episode in an app, it's not going to work because the internet hasn't figured out that you swapped out one file for the other. If you swap out the file and the name of the file is exactly the same, then to the internet, it's the same file. You and I know that that's the one that's been repaired, but that's really the bottom line. When you're replacing a file, just use, just re-export your file and fix whatever the boo-boo was, but just make sure to use the exact same name and you won't have any downtime with your podcast. As we start to sniff the new year, it's right around the corner. I'm going to do kind of a tangent. This isn't super podcast related, but it is entrepreneur related. And I realize that you are very likely someone who has an entrepreneurial spirit. Maybe you were like me and had a lemonade stand back in the day. But I want to talk about two things that help you manage your money. And the one is for your business. If you're a person, and I started using this this year, I used to use FreshBooks, and I found this and was like, this is really all I need. FreshBooks does a ton of stuff, of which I used almost none of it. So I found this tool. It's actually owned by the same people that run Fiverr, and it's called and.co. And I do have an affiliate link if you want to go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash andco, just A-N-D-C-O. That will take you there. And why I like this tool is it lets you generate invoices. It actually gives you a page where if somebody just wants to give you money, just go, oh, here, go to that website. And it also makes it super easy to track expenses. So for instance, if I get a bill from my media host in the and.co, it's such a weird name, system, it knows 
whatever email I used to sign up with. And that's where my bills come to. It's, it's a Gmail account. And so I then forward it to an email at and.co and there's a feature called shoebox. And what I like about this is I just go forward and I set up a contact in my Gmail, first name shoe, last name box with this email. And I forward it over and within about, I don't know, five minutes, that particular email is now in what they call my shoebox. And why do they call it shoebox? Because, you know, back in the day, people used to throw their receipts in a shoebox. And so I take the email and I can go in and say, hey, make this an expense for this project. And it's for this much, this date, et cetera, et cetera. And when I click on that, it shows that, hey, I spent money on this. Likewise, if I do audio editing for somebody, I can send them an invoice. They pay it. It goes right to my Stripe account. So it goes right into my bank account, which is kind of cool. And at the end of the month, I go, hey, run a report. And it goes, okay, you made this much money. You spent this much money. And you go, wow, I spent that much money, which is kind of where it really came in handy for me. It does other things too. If you do any kind of proposals or contracts, if you have reoccurring billing, you can do that. But if you're looking for something to generate invoices, Oh, the one other thing it does that I do is when I do audio editing, I charge by the minute. Other people are like, oh, it's X amount of money per episode. And I just started doing by the minute. I do have a few people that I do by the episode and it's that's a whole other story, but I actually do that. So if you do anything where you're selling your time, you can actually do time tracking with it and then it will say, hey, okay, you work this long and you can assign different wages and things like that. It's pretty cool. And again, it's called and.co. And I just went in and looked at my billing. I bought a year once because you can go over and sign up and use it for free. They have kind of a free account. But once I realized this was going to work, I signed up and I just did the math. It's like $10 a month. So it's super easy to pay for itself. The other thing I want to tell you about is this thing called You Need a Budget. And they abbreviate it YNAB. You go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash YNAB. This is a really cool, this is a kind of a finance tracking. So this is more personal, but you can also, which for me is what I use it for. I don't really use it for my business. But what I love about this, especially if you are with a partner and they're on board, it can be on everybody's app. It can be on your iPad. You can do it on your computer. You can actually have it tie into your bank and it will pull in the transactions and you can really see exactly where your money is going. And for me, I have credit cards. I bet you do too. And it was really easy for me to see, wow, I've got to kind of get this under control. And it's a great way to see exactly where your money's going. That's the good news is the bad news is you can see exactly where your money's going. And you're like, wait, what? I spent how much at McDonald's this month? Are you kidding me? So if you want to check that out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash YNAB as we start to get ready for the new year. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. See, there are people that would say I shouldn't put that into this show. Number one, it says the word Christmas. How dare you? And number two, it kind of dates this episode. If you're listening to this in July, you're like, wait, what? Christmas music? Want to let you know, there are times when I see somebody with huge amounts of downloads and you're like, oh, that's because they had an audience before they even started podcasting, except for a future guest. 
approached me and said, I'm getting this many downloads. And I'm like, oh, wow, what was your, but nope, nothing. Started from zero, huge downloads. We're going to interview this person and find out what are they talking about and how did they go about growing their audience, as well as anything that you would like to talk about. Now, we talked about a lot of things today. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash 751. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. If you'd like to answer the question of the month by December 14th, 2020, please get those in. That is one of my favorite episodes of the year. And if you'd like to start a podcast, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener. And one last thing at schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe because that way you never miss another episode. The minute they come out, comes right down to your device. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed.